plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today's episode is dedicated to two of my favorite subjects. Uh, Not so much a favorite as uh, a lot of people are interested in it, a lot of people are curious about it, and uh, a lot of people are asking me about those subjects. uh, And it's part of my profession and part of my mission and service uh, to help people. And I love sharing the best cutting edge, my top advice strategies, what I'm learning uh, every day and what I've recently learned on these subjects. And we're going to talk about fat loss, weight loss, and uh, what's the, you know, what's the latest out there? What is the best way, the most effective and efficient way to start losing weight and looking better? Because at the end of the day, yes, we want to feel healthier, of course. Yes, we want to get back all of our health, all of our energy, but also we just want to look good, right? Naked or not, we all are human and we all love it when we get compliments on how we look or when we just, you know, look in the mirror and we love how we look. And of course, there is, there can be a lot of uh, issues, um, you know, about self-consciousness and uh, and self-confidence and um all kinds of emotional issues attached to our self-image, especially um, if you're a woman, especially if you're a female, we have more of that for sure. Um, But um, at the end of the day, if uh, we're pretty healthy mentally, we know when we look good and better, and we know when we can do better and we should do better. Um, So today is uh, about helping you to look better without getting lost in all this diet uh, confusion that is is still present to a big degree and probably going to be present for a while in our modern food world. So let's start with an easy one, weight loss. (laughs) And uh, why I say it's easier, because once you understand that your body is that um, holistic system, it's... uh, 
system of different parts working together and the only way you can get your health and your body weight back to normal and better than normal, back to your best self, uh, or maybe getting there for the first time, um, once you understand how your body actually works and you start uh, working with the reality of it, not with your wishful thinking, uh, then it starts all falling into place and weight loss and fat loss is kind of easy. That's why for me, you know, maintaining six-pack abs, it's, it's easy. I haven't always been that way, not at all. But lately, um, it just, it got really simple because I understand how it works and I'm not trying to fight it. It's not easy, but it is simple. Um, you know, you cannot eat uh, junk food. You cannot eat chocolate and cookie all the time and have your six pack. That is just not possible. But because I understand it's not possible and I'm not trying to do that. And uh, I don't even have desire really at the moment anymore to do that because I understand what's the reality of things and what are the trade-offs and what I'm willing to say no to and what's more important for me uh, because I understand all of that uh, the rest is uh, becomes simple it's not it's never easy to make the right choice to make the choice that is more challenging to make the choice that is more difficult to make the choice that um, requires more work it's never easy guys but it can be simple it's not a rocket science and it's not um, um, physics of relativity, you know, or finding another black hole theory or something like that. It's much, much uh, simpler than that. But again, it doesn't make it easier. So weight loss, fat loss, where do you start? Start with sleep. Guys, these days when I work with anyone, when I give any advice on weight loss, fat loss, I always ask, how's your sleep? How are you sleeping on a regular basis? What time do you go to bed? What do you do an hour before bed? Do you manage your sleep schedule? How do you manage your devices, your computer, your screen time before bed? How's your sleep quality? Do you get up um, in the middle of the night? Um, how many hours you sleep? Uh, do you feel sleepy, you know, on a regular basis? So I investigate as much as possible sleep question because... Uh, there is more and more data piling up showing that if we do not fix our sleep, we cannot hope, we cannot even hope for the best outcome when it comes to health and, of course, when it comes to weight loss and when it comes to a healthy weight and uh, uh, healthy metabolism uh, of any nutrients. Uh, again, more and more data every day is piling up more actual research, uh, not only on weight loss and sleep, but also all kinds of brain disorders, dementia, Parkinson, uh, having bad memory, um, having inflammation in your brain, having uh, um, being insulin insensitive or insulin resistant, and then glucose uh, insensitive, having uh, a lot of inflammation, uh, having uh, impaired metabolism, having uh, a lot of uh, oxidants creating by your cells and uh, um, accelerating your aging. Uh, the, 
it seems like every aspect of you as a person, as an organism, as this complex system is affected by the quality of your sleep. So when whenever in doubt, sleep more. Um, some of my clients ask me, like, how do I sleep more if I wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning, every morning, no matter, like, when I go to bed, I'm like, go to bed early. It seems that you're an early person. So go to bed early and wake up at 5 uh, a.m. And it's sometimes it as easy as just making it a priority and scheduling eight hours in bed, not watching TV, nothing, but actually sleeping. It took me some time to uh, make it a priority and tell myself, sleep is when I invest in my successful day ahead, when I show up as my best self. And so anytime I I have these doubts in my head, or maybe I should watch, uh, I don't know, this Netflix episode, the Star Trek episode, it just came out, or maybe I should read another book on diet, or maybe I should explore some nutrition topics on the internet instead of sleeping. But then I tell myself, you're still going to wake up early, you're still going to have a full day of things you got to do, and you want to feel like your best self, you want to show up as your best self, so go to bed, sleep, and decide what you need to do, or what you want to do, what you want to dedicate your time to when you're awake and clear-headed, clear-thinking, and have all your energy and capacity to make the best decisions possible when you're up, so... uh, if you don't master your sleep, guys, you'll, you'll always be struggling with some aspect of your um, health, and it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse and worse and worse. And again, research shows that the more you neglect your sleep, the more health problems accumulate in all areas of your health. And of course, it's going to affect your weight loss. And of, and of course, it's going to affect how you look and how much energy you have and how you feel emotionally. Sleep is a huge uh, amplifier or, uh, of your emotional health. If you sleep really well, you're going to be a much happier, much more peaceful person. Believe me, I know from personal experience, sleeping just for six hours or less and trying to hack my sleep, and then switching to actual eight hours, and sometimes nine hours, sometimes nine nine and a half, because the amount of sleep your body actually needs to recover also um, heavily depends on what kind of lifestyle you have, how much stress you had uh, during that day. Uh, Maybe you were traveling the whole day. Maybe you had an event the whole day. Maybe you're training four or five hours a day. Uh, When you're a professional athlete, you might really need 10 hours of sleep uh, because it's a lot of work for your body to uh, go through some rigorous training uh, on a regular basis, right? So don't be afraid to allow yourself to sleep enough because that's going to increase the quality of your life exponentially. I can do so much more and I can do so much better work when I'm fully charged with a night of good sleep. I cannot stress it enough, guys. You got to sleep. You gotta take care of your sleep. And if you're an early person, you gotta go to bed early and wake up early. If you're more of a late person, uh, then go to bed on a regular schedule. But uh, don't mix you being an actual, there is an actual chronotype installed in your genes. So when you don't have your alarm, on, when you don't interact with your phone and your social media for hours, when you have no distractions, when you may be on vacation or the best uh, 
uh, place or way to find out that if you are in some place where there is a lot of nature and you follow natural cycles, uh, when do you go to bed? When do you wake up? Like for me personally, I usually go to bed really early and I wake up really, really early. Uh, I can wake up as early as 4 a.m. naturally, of course, if I had enough sleep and of course, if I um, went to bed early. So I'm natural, really early type. Um, the, there are equally as many people early types as night hours and also there are people are in between who kind of like not too early not too late so figure out what's your best uh, sleep schedule is and stick to it you deserve to have eight hours of sleep you need eight hours of sleep if you want to be successful and if you and we're talking about weight loss if you want to maintain healthy weight simply and easily make your job as easy as possible sleep or you're going to struggle, guys, uh, in your life and with your weight loss. And not only sleep, but respective circadian biology. And by circadian, it means um, circadian biology is the biology that is affected by your biorhythms that are correlated with the sun cycle. So circadian meaning related to the daytime. So, and by respecting your circadian biology, I mean respecting uh, when your body does uh, its functions the best. Like, uh, you know, don't eat three hours before bed. Otherwise, you're going to restart your digestive organs and that's going to prevent your body from, and your brain also, uh, it's going to prevent your body and your brain to, uh, from recovering properly. If you eat too late, too much, uh, your body going to be working while you're sleeping and your body system going to be misaligned. Uh, so you cannot do that if you have if you want to respect your circadian biology. Um, or, for example, another thing, uh, working out. Do not work out two hours before bed, especially anything intensive. You can do like yoga or something. Um, or, for example, the best time if you want to train for results, to improve your results, probably somewhere around 4 p.m. because that's when our body temperature is the highest. Uh, that's um, when we have the less injuries, that's when all the, not probably 100%, but close to it, all the Olympic records were set in that time frame. Because our bodies work remarkably similar, uh, being the laws of circadian biology and of, of these sun cycles across the board. So when you respect your biology and how your body works, how this machine works, and you start putting pieces together, uh, respecting the mechanism and improving it, then when it really clicks and maintaining your best weight and your best mental and physical performance becomes easier. So number one for weight loss, to make it as easy as possible, respect your sleep, respect your circadian biology and work with that. This is like the foundation. Number two uh, you're going to have supportive lifestyle. Oh, we, as a human beings, we got to move, right? We got to move on a regular basis. It doesn't have to be exercise. Like, you don't have to go to the gym or you don't have to do cardio, whatever. But you got to move. You got to walk uh, as much as possible, um, you know, those 10 hours till 10,000 steps. Uh, it's a good uh, starting point. Maybe not starting point, but a good goal to... Uh, have in your mind. That's where all this technology that tracks your 
steps really helps, you know, stand instead of sitting more, uh, take uh, stairs instead of elevators, park further, uh, spend time in the sun. It's very important to spend time in the sun, for example, uh, before noon to start again your circadian biology. So you got to have all this lifestyle Plus, you gotta ma- manage your emotions, your stressors. You gotta recover. You not only have to be on to live your life to the fullest, but you gotta have time off to allow your systems to recover. Um, you gotta let your digestive system to recover. You gotta let your brain to recover. Your muscles. Uh, again, you gotta have. Um, you gotta connect with other people who you respect, who respect you. There should be love, a connection in your life, and, um, you know, fresh air, sun. All this is a part of healthy lifestyle, and you need to put all this together, too, with your sleep, uh, on top of your sleep, if you want to simplify and make it easy, your overall lifestyle. So, in that sense, weight loss and fat loss, it's kind of of a complicated, because not complicated, but more of a complex system that you need to put together uh, in order for your weight loss, fat loss journey to become easier and become simpler. Um, and it's uh, non—it's it's a non-negotiable thing, guys. Uh, you just got to do it. Otherwise, you're going to struggle over and over and over again, and you'll be wondering, uh, I'm doing all everything right, and nothing works, you know, I keep falling off the wagon, I keep uh, binging on things, I keep having these cravings, I keep uh, overeating, I'm always hungry, I'm always stressed, I'm this and da 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 uh, All this is because most of it, like huge part of it, is because you just don't take care of the basics. It's like trying to set up a table without no legs. It's impossible. (laughs) Maybe if you're really... um, skilled uh, magician, you can do it for a while, you can pull it off, but eventually the trick uh, gonna, the trick gonna fire back and you're gonna get back to where you started or even much, much further getting sicker and weaker and wondering what's happened. So sleep and overall lifestyle, this is the foundation. Then you gotta take care of nutritionally balanced diet. You know, there is like such a cool science right now coming out about vitamins, certain vitamins and minerals that a human being gotta have. So we start to move from uh, this theory, not so much theory of focus on not eating certain things. We start refocusing on getting more nutrients and we started and we are starting to learn what those nutrients are that we actually require for proper functioning like for example one of the coolest things i'm learning and implementing in my life it's not just enough to have calcium in your system to have strong bones and uh, strong teeth um, but it's evenly important to have Vitamin A, vitamin D, and vitamin K2 that you might not even have heard about and probably you're not eating it. (laughs) So it's equally important to have those fat-soluble vitamins for your calcium to be appropriately deposited in your bones and in your teeth and where your calcium needs to go instead of your soft 
tissues, uh, calcifying your arteries or uh, creating uh, stones in your kidneys. So all of this matters. And we start to understand that again, that it's probably even more important to concentrate on the nutrients that your body, this machine actually needs, uh, because when your body has everything it needs, it can deal with uh, all these stressors, all the, you know, junk food or whatever stressors are in your life much, much better. Um, And so to get back to what we were talking about, you need to take care of your diet focusing on eating essential nutrients your body needs, like, again, calcium, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin K2, um, potassium, magnesium, zinc, uh, iodine, uh, just to name a few. Um, Of course, vitamin C, vitamin E, those are also essential. Iron and most of the people are deficient in essential nutrients, and then we wonder why we're getting sicker and weaker, and we always all low on energy, and and diet practitioners, dietitians will tell you that it's because you're eating too many fats, too many saturated fats, too many carbs, too much, I don't know, sugar, too many sugar drinks, but... Um, probably what is more important is you're just not eating what your body needs and that's why you always crave something like i was a sugar addict addict i thought i had some i don't know disorder that i you know i could drink i'm not even kidding you uh, a can of um condensed sweetened condensed milk a can and it wouldn't be enough for me to satisfy my sweet tooth but since I started to take care of those fat-soluble vitamins and having enough fiber and phytonutrients and potassium and magnesium and calcium, all of that, I lost it. Like, I don't have that anymore. I can have a whole bunch of sweets of all sorts of sweets that I absolutely love in front of me, and I would have no desire to eat that. I would crave my vegetables, you know, my fatty fish, my cod liver that I'm eating a lot these days, uh, my avocados for magnesium and um, healthy stuff. I just completely lost my cravings. And that is a cool thing that I wish to all of you because that makes your weight loss, fat loss so easy. Because after you put in place your sleep, your lifestyle, your nutrition, it's really easy if you want to lose weight, you know, I don't know, skip dinner and you're going to lose weight. But the amazing thing about that is you're not going to be that much of a hungry person because you satisfy all your nutritional needs and you're a nutritarian, meaning you focus on adding as much nutrients per calorie as possible. And that's what I'm doing with my diet. So uh, if you follow me on my fitness pal, you might see that I might be eating, you know, 1000 calories, 1200 calories, but I'm not that hungry as I used to. Uh, I used to be really hungry. I could eat four or 5,000 calories and I would still be hungry because I just wasn't getting the nutrients that my body needed. And now that I'm getting all of this, I can eat really little calories, but a lot of nutrients, and I'm not hungry, and I have my six-pack, and I feel amazing, and life is super cool. <laughs> and that's what I wish to you. So actual, you know, counting on, st- on stuff, reducing your the amount of food you eat becomes really easy once you put in place 
your sleep, your supporting circadian biology and mental and emotional health lifestyle. Once you put in place your nutritionally balanced diet, and guys, if you need help, always feel free to reach out. Angela, create yourself that today. It's not a rocket science, but uh, I've been studying it for probably 15 years uh, at least. Um, and uh, it does require some studying and not all of you will have all the time to get into the details of all of that. Um, so reach out. Anyway, when, once you put in place your um, sleep, your lifestyle and your nutrition, losing weight is so much freaking easier. You you can't even imagine if you're not at that place yet. So that when it comes to weight loss. Now we're going to talk uh, a little bit about these popular subject this ways, uh, these days, uh, low-carb diet and keto diet. Do you have to be on a low-carb diet? What is low-carb diet? Do you have to be on keto diet to be super healthy and be super lean? Um, so let's just take one question at a time. Low-carb diet, what is it? Well, actually, by definition, low-carb diet is considered to be diet when you eat less than 100 grams of carbohydrates. And uh, um, you can easily eat 100 grams of carbohydrates eating no starch, no grains, uh, uh, no fruits, just by eating a lot of vegetables, uh, uh, like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, uh, maybe, I don't know, peas, um, green uh, beans, uh, um, maybe a couple of fruits. Uh, it's not that, it's not a lot, but the the best way to do it, of course, is eating uh, a lot of fiber-rich vegetables and nutrient-rich, what's most important. We talked about the nutrients that we all need, and vegetables per calorie are the most nutritionally dense uh, foods. Now, there are a lot of animal foods that also have a lot of nutrition, but they also tend to be very high in calories. That is not bad. We need our fats and our calories, but when it comes to nutrient density or amount of nutrition per calorie, vegetables is your bad, best bad non-starch vegetables in particular. So low-carb diet is below 100 grams of carbs, somewhere in that department. Um, Moderate carbs is somewhere probably between 100, 150, 175, and then everything after that is considered to be a high-carbohydrate diet. Guys, a high-carbohydrate diet still can be a pretty healthy diet, and actually there are three types of people by metabolism, by body type, um, and different types of people um, thrive on different amount of carbohydrates. Some people uh, thrive better on higher carbohydrate healthy diet. Um, some people thrive on a moderate carbohydrate diet and some people thrive on really low carbohydrate diet. And this whole obesity epidemic is happening, I believe, because we live in a carbohydrate rich environment, meaning most of the foods you can buy, uh, especially packaged foods, are super high in carbohydrates, super dense in calories. And this part of people, especially who uh, do not tolerate a lot of carbohydrates in the first place and would be much better off on a low-carbohydrate diet because of their metabolism and their genetics, those people, they really struggle in that environment because they get the worst kind of carbohydrates for their low-carb uh, physique and 
that's why there is this disconnect and their body basically breaks because it's not supposed to be eating that many carbohydrates. And then you live in a carbohydrate-rich environment where most of the food available is carbohydrate-rich. And so everything breaks and uh, you get obesity and all the other degenerative diseases uh, that come from uh, broken metabolism. Um, that being said, um, no matter whether you are a high carbohydrate diet person, low carbohydrate, uh, moderate carbohydrate, if you break your metabolism with too much shit, then to fix it, you probably will have to lower your carbohydrate consumption a lot and probably will have to go to vegetables only. You don't have to stay there for your whole life, but you probably might go there for a while to fix your metabolism it's like with weight loss. There is this fixing stage when you take care of the problem, and then there is maintenance phase when you maintain something different, uh, different from the lifestyle that you used to fix the problem in the first place. Um, so low-carbohydrate diets, do you have to be on a low-carb diet? No, you don't. But um, And you might not even thrive and be your best on a low-carbohydrate diet. But in order to figure out whether you thrive on it or not, you got to try different healthy diets with different amount of carbohydrates and see what works best for your life for this moment in your life. Because our body changes and uh, because of our age and because of hormonal changes and a lot of other changes that are happening to our health at different times in our life, we might thrive on different kinds of diets. Now about keto diet. Keto diet is super low carb and high fat, moderate protein. And this diet uh, is amazing for people to fix a lot of issues, especially metabolic issues, but also brain disorders, uh, a lot of things uh, related to inflammation. But is it the diet to stick with for your life 100%? Probably not. It's no accident of evolution. Evolution doesn't make any accidents. Like millions of years of evolution do not make accidents. It's not an accident that we are not naturally in ketosis and we are not naturally consuming copious amounts of fats and our body uh, gets energy easier from carbohydrates. It's not an accident. Actually, when you have a lot of carbohydrates in uh, your diet, healthy carbohydrates from whole foods, uh, your body is in the state of proliferation or it thrives on that, right? It's the time of abundance for your body. When you are constantly in ketosis, this is a sign for your body that you are not getting a lot of nutrition these days, that you are close to starvation and fasting. And when it comes to hormonal health, to being and performing your best, that is not an ideal situation. That is still, um, you will not read a lot of literature on that topic, but believe me, guys, uh, keto diet is not a diet for life. I mean, it, it is for some people, especially if you broke your metabolism to the point of no return, abusing it with highly processed, high carbohydrate and high fat diet. But again, for most of you, especially healthy folks, it's not the diet to stick for for life, especially women, especially women. Keto diet, this restrictive kind of diet, it's not for every day 100%. It's just not. And if you're still on keto diet and you 
think it's going to work for you for your whole life, it's probably not going to do that. And the more flexible you become about your dieting and what works for you, the better results you're going to get. But again, no matter what diet you own, no matter how many carbohydrates you eat, you got to stick with whole unprocessed foods almost all of the time. And most importantly, you got to think about maximizing vital essential nutrients per calorie of your food. And guys, eat your fiber. <laughs> more and more research and uh, studies on actual people show that, and by the way, centenarians, almost entirely population of people who live to 100 and more, eat a lot of fiber. That is the common denominator. No matter where they are in the world, uh, they eat a lot of fiber. Um, and a lot of fiber, it's more than 50 grams for sure, uh, probably somewhere around 70 grams per day of fiber. Anyway, so this this is it for today, guys, our weight loss, fat loss, and low-carb episode. To sum it up, if you want to simplify, to make it easy for yourself to lose weight and maintain healthy weight and a lot of health, get a lot of energy, and perform your best mentally and physically, you want to take care, first and foremost, of your sleep. Two, you got to take care of your overall lifestyle, respecting your circadian biology uh, and taking care of your emotional and mental health and stress management. Number three, you got to take care of your nutrition and create nutritionally balanced diet that provides all the essential nutrients. Otherwise, you're going to suffer, guys. And then, based on all of that, you create your weight loss plan that is pretty much easier after that. You just eat less after you take care of all of this that I, uh, that I mentioned above. And when it comes to low carb and keto diets, um, low carb might be a great tool for you to fix your metabolism, to fix your health. Do you have to stay low carb your whole life? No. I used to be keto. Now I'm more of like border line between keto and low carb. So my carbs are somewhere between 50 and 70 grams and most of it, like 40 grams of it comes from fiber. So I wouldn't exactly say that I'm on a super keto diet, but I am in ketosis a lot because I fast a lot every day, like 20 hours on average. And I believe this is one of the best way to be, you know, fast to produce this lightly ketogenic state and then feast on, on whole foods with a lot of fiber, a lot of nutrients, whole, real, unprocessed foods of the best quality possible. And keto diet, again, might be a great tool for you for a period of time, but probably not a great idea for your whole life because it's a sign to your body that you're not getting nutrition and you're not thriving. And especially if you're a woman, if you're a female, it can really mess up your hormones, your energy levels, and your mental health. So that's it for today, guys. I'm gonna be working over this weekend on the upcoming food course or healthy eating one-on-one course that's going to be up and running video course in May. It's the beginning of the biggest food school that's going to be out there. So stay tuned for that. But why I'm telling you this is because next week I'm going to run a lot of pilot um, content that will give you an idea 
a better idea what the school is going to be about, and it will give you some essential life skills, like how to uh, not only get your calcium, for example, but how to uh, actually get that calcium where it needs to meet to be by getting in your food the simplest and easiest way by those fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, uh, K. Um, so stay tuned. A lot of great content. I'm going to bring a few people on the podcast to share their expertise on vital nutrients. So very pumped and excited about that. Stay tuned. And as usual, eat better daily. And have an amazing, healthy, feet and supercharged weekend.